0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Temple of the False Pod, where our decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. And uh you may recall either last week or the week before or the one before I don't know. Time is uh, time's a weird thing, right? Uh we were talking Previously about, on
1: Temple of the False Pod.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, at some point, uh previously, we were talking about the the planes that came with the Doctor Who commander decks. And uh we said that there were 36 new planes, which is still true. But we were kind of confused about why 36. Uh, especially if they're intended to play be played with 10 card stacks. 36, maybe there's overlap, right? Then we figured it out. There's four Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon, for those who don't know, are like sorceries, I guess. Um, when you planeswalk, if you uh, encounter a Phenomenon the effect happens and then you planes walk away from that phenomenon uh, to the next card yeah um we're gonna save all four of those for the end so episode four i guess uh depending on how quickly we get through these if you don't know what we're talking about plane chase is a format that you can kind of or a variant i guess of a format uh where you can have these planes they're like world enchantments they affect the whole battlefield uh they have some sort of static or triggered ability uh when you planeswalk there or at the beginning of your upkeep or end step or whatever it's there's an ability that happens there's an ability uh and then there's a uh, a, 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 uh, an activated ability where you roll a die that's got four blank sides and then a planeswalk symbol and then a chaos symbol chaos symbol triggers the activated ability uh where it says, whenever chaos ensues, blah, blah, blah happens. Planeswalk is you just flip over the next card. If you need yep. any more refreshing on that, we have a whole playlist below. We've got the previous episode this season. Go check those out. They're yes. a good time. We are plane chase heads, as Bruce likes to say. Yes. Uh, we we love plane, plane chase, and uh, that's why we're talking about them. Because, honestly... Haven't really heard anything about these. I'm hoping Nothing. that uh, Elder Dragon Social Club will probably do an episode. Uh, as they did with March of the Machine, Plane Chase. Um, so maybe we'll see it then. But uh, we love Plane Chase.
1: If you like a little bit more, if you like a little more crazy with your, with your uh, magic games. A little more chaos. Variety. Variety yes. is the uh, the, then, the word I like Then to use. Plain Chase is for you. Yes. Trust me, this is a great way to go. Um, the first roll on each of your turns is free. Every roll after that costs one more than the previous roll for that turn. It's a great way to use up some extra mana if you happen to be a deck that doesn't really need to be carrying mana through other players' turns. It's just, yeah, yeah. just, something, just a, an extra thing to do. Yeah.
0: So. Um, and so, another, I guess, moment I'll take here is, uh, I guess, a bit of a, what's the word, a prologue. That's not the word I'm looking for, but uh, I'll use it. Uh, neither of us are Doctor Who fans, uh, so we're not going to get into the lore of each of these cards. We're not going to talk about how accurate any of these cards are to the Whoverse, if that Whouniverse. That's what we said last time, Whouniverse, because it's funny. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the the mechanical aspects of this card. If we like them, if we don't, how vague they are, how absurd they are, how useless they are, you'll see. Uh, Last episode, we talked about the first 10 planes uh, in alphabetical order. We only made it to D. D's (laughs) nuts. So yeah, let's just get right into it. I don't yep. think that there's any more explanation that we need. If you need more explanation, go watch the last episode. Uh, and if you're not watching on YouTube, be aware that we have the visuals of the cards on each of when when we get to them when we're reading them off. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not watching on YouTube, go watch on YouTube. It's a lot more fun, and you can subscribe to us and get notified when yeah. our videos go up. Uh, anyway, first one up. I'll read Dalek For- intensive care plane of the Dalek Asylum uh, when you planes walk to the Dalek Intensive Care and at the beginning of your upkeep exile a non-Dalek creature you control. If you do, create a 3-3 black Dalek artifact creature token with menace. It gains haste until end of turn. Whenever chaos ensues, target Dalek you control deals damage equal to its power to target creature you don't control. Um, this is cool. This is like one of those like evil planes that we see uh, where it It's tough to deal with. And eventually, all of your creatures will be exiled, and you'll just have a board of Daleks,
1: right? It definitely rewards you for playing uh, small creatures,
0: Mm, because you're gonna
1: get to upgrade Upgrade into 3-3 tokens with Menace. Um, It's also going to make you uh, awfully nervous if you only have two creatures on the board, and one of them is a creature you really want to keep. Um, another thing to keep in mind if uh, uh, if you exile your commander you can exile it to the command zone and then recast it the next turn Um, so if you've got another creature that really needs to be saved and you just don't want it exiled there you go Um, something to keep in mind a lot of a lot of these uh, Who planes and a lot of the Who cards uh, exile stuff instead of sending it to your graveyard Uh, that's on theme for For doctor who at least as far as i know uh so um but it's something to keep in mind that 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 happens a fair bit Um, yeah and hey i get a kick out of it uh with the chaos it does encourage you to try and put counters on your dalek but yeah again it's a token creature be careful how how big you try and make it uh
0: the two things i like about this is that one it encourages you to play uh changelings maybe i don't like it about that but uh I mean, you know, the typal decks, especially the ones with changelings, are going to benefit more from this because uh, the chaos ability can target any of your changelings, especially the big ones. Um, but also, like, if you're playing creatures with changeling, uh, they are also Daleks, so you won't exile them. Uh, that's about it. I Oh, the other thing that I like about this is that it does create that sense of like urgency and dread and panic of like, I need to get out of here now. Yes. Uh, because it, it, it like it encourages you to roll in two ways. It encourages you to roll because you don't want to continue exiling your things, but it also encourages you to roll because the chaos is nice because there, you have at least one Dalek, I guess, unless you don't have any creatures.
1: Right. And if you're looking at the next opponent up, if they only have one really good creature, then maybe you don't want to roll. Mm. And Suddenly they've got a three-three uh, artifact creature yeah. with menace.
0: And if you don't have any creatures for it to exile, um, or if you don't have any daleks to deal damage, then like you're just gonna pass anyway. Like you're not, you're not worrying about rolling. So yeah, I
1: like
0: it. I, I like it. Yeah. What's the next one?
1: So the next card is the dining car. On the plane of spacecraft? Spacecraft, Bruce. Hey, hey. uh, When you planeswalk to the dining car, each player creates a food token. Sure. 66 seconds. At the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice a creature with the least toughness among creatures you control. Then investigate. Whenever chaos ensues, activated abilities of artifact tokens you control cost two less to activate this turn so they're giving you a food token they're giving you a clue token and if you roll chaos you can now tap each of them and just gain three life and draw a card just without having to pay the extra that's kind of cool I'm not sure that I like the idea of having to sack a creature uh, with the least toughness just to get a, a clue token but Maybe if your creature's small enough, that'll be okay. And, uh, if it's not, well, you know what, it's on the beginning of your upkeep, suck it up. There's, you're not going to have a yeah. choice. Um, and then it's up to you to decide whether or not you want to pass that on to the next person.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's interesting cause it, it, uh, it evokes, you know, murder on the RN Express, you know, yeah. that type of mystery, murder mystery type thing, uh, you're investigating. You're getting a food token. Uh, you're only getting one food token. It, yeah. that, that's that's not happening again and again. The second ability is definitely happening multiple times if you don't get out of there. Yeah. Um, it's encouraging and, you to roll away. Yes, but and I will say the past.
1: person who goes who who planes walks to the dining car. They're the last one to get hit because again, yeah. it's at the beginning of your upkeep. That's already gone on your turn. The dining car is now in. You can either roll again to get some kind of get a benefit if you can and go from there
0: um i like here it's a it's definitely like a like a nice uh just kind of like from a like a art direct in, a direction standpoint um a lot of the cards we haven't really talked about it as of yet but mm-hmm. i've noticed on a few of them uh, especially with like the cave of skulls that the art direction Uh, includes a lot of various colors that like evoke this idea of other magic things like with the dining car like it's very like this looks like a jund card because jund is all about sacrifice you know Uh, right and with like the cave of skulls like there's nothing that doesn't say that this is you know gruel turf uh it's great anyway it is up next we've got the doctor's childhood barn on the plane of gallifrey which that's the one thing i know about doctor who is that the doctor is from gallifrey whatever that means uh creatures enter the battlefield tapped uh whenever chaos ensues for each opponent choose up to one target non-land permanent that opponent controls untap those permanents they phase out they can't phase in for as long as the doctor's childhood barn remains face up when a player planes walks those permanents phase in so they're never phased away for too long, or forever, I mean. Um, yeah.
1: That's about it. Uh, yeah. To me, this is one of those uh, negative planes where there's no real positive. It's just, oh, look, it's, it's not negative for me, but it's negative for you. Yeah. And I'm, I generally am not a fan of those planes, but that's what this one does.
0: Yeah. This just kind of feels like uh, like those moments in like Resident Evil games where you're at the safe room and it's like, okay, things are slowing down. Yeah.
1: Um, up next. All right. Uh, the Doctor's Tomb on the Plane of Trenzalore. If a creature would die, instead exile it, and that creature's controller loses two life. Whenever chaos ensues, redistribute any number of players' life totals. Each of those players gets one life total back. Oh, okay. I'm uh, Blah. Um oh excuse me right so mass removal is now mass exile yeah and the poor sucker who happens to have 10 creature tokens is now taking is now losing 20 life
0: yeah um Um, and that chaos is nuts um because you're essentially say say it's the first turn of the game this flips over somebody rolls now uh, that person has 117 life and each other person has one life. Like you're essentially just no, pooling it all together. They have even more
1: than that because yeah, at that point there's 160 life total. Oh, 160. So you'll have it's 157 life. Yeah. Each of your opponents has one. Yeah. Go. And that's going to be true no matter what point in the game you're at. So maybe the life totals don't aren't at 160 total. Maybe they're only at 25. But it doesn't matter whatever the life whatever the total life total is the roller is getting all of it minus one for each of their opponents unless they've got some bizarre reason why one of their opponents should get more life i can't figure out i can't couldn't for the life of me figure out why because you can set it up i mean at one life all i need to do is kill one of each of those players creatures yeah something that just says everybody sacks one creature Boom! They're dead. It's over. Um, I. I What is yeah? Can't say that I'm a fan of this.
0: No. What's fun too is uh, the chaos. This is just like a minor rules thing. The chaos is each of those players gets one life back total. So if you're playing two at a giant, that duo, that giant gets two life back. Yeah. Because it's two players. Yes. But if they have a creature that dies, then they lose that two life. So it's like yeah. it, it's even got that like redundancy in there. It's great.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a fan of chaos, but I'm not a fan of just winning. The someone game. basically the flipping a coin and saying, yeah, so so and so wins and you lose, and we're gonna finish. We're just gonna end this game here. Irrelevant of what has happened up to this point. I like games that add a little chaos that, you know, move things around a little bit. I don't want my chaos completely determining the result of the game. And that's all this card does. Um, yeah.
0: I think, yeah, uh, yeah. I think what's interesting here is that hitting that is going to upset a lot of people. Um, it's going to just frustrate your opponents to no end. But... Where I think a lot of this chaos comes in is when do you roll for this? Uh, do you roll pre-combat? Do you roll post-combat? Because like if you roll pre-combat, um, then you have the chance to attack in and kill them. But if you roll mm-hmm. post-combat, they'll be losing... Well, I guess they'll be losing the life. So never mind. Uh, yep, yeah, no, you, I'm going to roll pre I'm going
1: to roll pre-combat. And not only am I going to roll pre-combat... Uh, I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to play another creature. I'm not going to do anything. All I'm going to do is spend every single mana I have on rolls in the hopes that I either hit chaos or I planes walk away because I cannot let my opponents get a turn. No. Cause if I just restructure the restructure it. So I'm at 157, everybody else is at one, but I can't kill all my opponents then on their turn maybe they roll the chaos and suddenly i'm the one at one yeah no, no 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 this is it's bizarre i mean it's almost to the point where you want to uh you know if you can read redistribute the the life totals but you can't kill the opponents you might want to kill all your own creatures while you have a big pile of life so that way that you know, when you're the one at one, you're not sitting there with a creature that they can kill and just finish you off. I don't know. I This is just bad case scenario all the way around. I don't like this card. I think this is just way too much. I approve.
0: I like it. Um, up next, we have the Drum Mining Facility. Uh, the Drum Mining Facility. There we go. Uh, on the plane of Earth. Heard of it? Uh, whenever you roll the plane or die, creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and haste until end of turn. Uh, chaos, whenever chaos ensues, end the turn. So, uh... <laughs> this really encourages you to take your chances. Make mistakes. Something else Miss Frizzle says. Um, um, I like it. I like that it adds this chaos of, like, it could be a big turn for you, or if you just roll chaos, you lose it all. There's no... No coming back from it. It's just you got a bunch of plus ones and then your turn's over. You don't even get a chance to attack.
1: Um. Yeah, I guess the question becomes how far are you willing to go? Because um, rolling, rolling chaos once, or sorry, rolling the planar die once gives all your creatures haste. So everything you've got gets to swing. Now, how big do you need your stuff to be for it to finish? I guess... If I think I need to roll three times to make all of my creatures big enough to do what it is I want to do, then I've already predetermined I'm going to do this three times, and either I'll get to do it or I won't yeah um, but I mean you like can just go that route, but is yeah. it's
0: it, I think it's tough too because then you've got the idea of like well, giving them plus one plus one and haste until end of turn is good enough, but it's not good enough to like end the game. So then it's like, do you roll again and risk not attacking at all? Yeah. Uh, I think the nice thing here is that, like, it doesn't tap those creatures. It just ends the turn. So, like, you still have them back as blockers. Obviously not as big. um, But you've got a 1 in 6 chance that your turn just ends. Um, Yeah. You also have a 1 in (laughs) 6 chance that your things get bigger, you get haste, and you planes walk away. But... You've got a four and six chance that you just get haste in plus one, plus one. But you still have that five and and six chance that they at least get get bigger. Yeah. And
1: haste. Um, The other part, you also want to cash all your artifacts and enchantments on your pre-combat main. Normally that isn't what you're looking to do, but your turn could just end. And if it just ends and you've got mana up that you can't spend, then it just got wasted. Um, so you kind of have to run on the assumption that maybe I don't get a turn, I need to do this, so
0: yeah, there are very little reasons you'd want to roll post combat other than just trying to get out of there, yeah, or if you have a thing that's like you lose at the end of your next turn, you know right what was it uh chance for glory is that what it is up next we are
1: on. Gardens Gardens. of Tranquil Repose on the Plane of Necros. Sure. Suspended animation. Whenever a creature dies, exile it. Its controller scries one. Whenever chaos ensues, create X, 3-3 Black Dalek Artifact Creature Tokens with Menace, where X is one, plus the number of cards exiled with Gardens of Tranquil Repose. I love it. So you've got a running tally that's going to sit on this card because it's not it's not ones that you own it's all right it's yeah. all so um even without a mass removal spell let's just say combat and two creatures have died or would have died but they got exiled their opponent those players each scried one and then you rolled chaos you're now creating two of these daleks of menace no three because yeah, it's X would be one. 2, yeah. so it's X plus 1. So it would be 3. I mean, oof. And this just gets bigger. And yes, if you've got a mass removal spell, I would recommend playing that before you start rolling the dice. <laughs> For obvious reasons. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty nice. I like it. Um, yeah. That's cool. I like yeah. It. Um. Got another spacecraft here. Hotel of Fears on the plane of spacecraft. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. You lose life equal to its mana value. You may play that card this turn. It's like Bob, but it's not to your hand. It's just... uh, What's it called? Impulse draw. Yeah. Um, Praise him is the chaos effect. Whenever chaos ensues, choose a color. Put X plus one plus one counters on target creature you control where X is your devotion to that color, then sacrifice another creature. Your devotion to a color is the number of mana symbols of that color in the mana costs of permanence you control. Sure, I like it. I like the, the Impulse Draw. I'm a big fan of Impulse Draw anyway. Um, this rewards one to two color decks more because your devotion is going to be higher anyway. This uh, hates on uh, artifact decks um, because you're choosing a color and if your devotion yeah. is zero, then you're out of luck. Um,
1: I'm not that that high on this one. I think Just it's fine. Because, yeah. Well, I don't like the idea that at the beginning of the upkeep, flip the card, I'm going to lose life unless it's a land and then I may play at that turn so if I don't I just lose the card and lose life that's all that's happening there I always like there to be some kind of an upside Uh, I would prefer cards that have upside but more upside for some people Mm -hmm. this one has downside with I don't I just don't know that there's going to be enough upside um again I mean Flip the card. I mean, with my decks, you lose up to 8 life. Um, That's the fun. And, yes, but I want to lose the 8 life, but then I want to be able to cast it for free. Because I paid 8 life. And that's not the case. You still have to pay for the card. So if you don't have the 8 mana... Now, you lose 8 life, it's exiled, it's gone. You're never going to get to play it. Because you can't afford it. I... I'm not a fan of that. Now, I get what you're saying as far as the second part with the chaos. I mean, I, I do like that. Um, but, and yeah, you're right. I, I think it definitely plays so much better for the mono-color or two-color decks.
0: And I think, too, so. um, this plays better late game. Um, obviously, there's oh, the yeah. ur- there's the urgency of like, okay, you're losing life equal to the mana value, but you're actually being able to play those cards. <laughs> like like you said, with the eight mana yeah. value card, like you're losing eight life, but... If it's, like, turn three, like, you're not going to play it. Like, you've just lost that life. But, I don't know. No. I mean, your deck yeah. is also 40% land. So, um, and you're able to play. It's not cast, so you can play the land, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a middling one for me as well. I think it's fine. Uh, we've got, let's see,
1: three more. Three more? Today.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. The next one is Kerblam! Warehouse. Where? (laughs) Maybe that's too big of a pause. The Kerblam! Warehouse. How about that? On the plane of Kandoka, whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, create a treasure token. Whenever chaos ensues, until your next turn, non-creature artifacts you control gain, tap, sack this artifact, flip a coin. If you win the flip, the artifact deals three damage to any target. Oh my god, I love this stuff. This I love. I, I I appreciate that I just finished saying I hate the idea of losing eight life just random willy nilly. And this is could very well be even worse than that for me. But I like I just love that. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> if you're willing to risk your uh the treasure token you just got or whatever other artifact, um Yeah, yeah. Come on. So
0: I like this in decks that are playing food and clues a lot more than decks that are playing treasures, um, because you have to pay to activate the food and clues. Uh, and now these, they have a free outlet. Yeah. Um, with the, I like, I like the first part. I like that you'll be getting up to three treasures. Um, you're not getting really any more than that. Yeah. Um, unless you've got a way to double your token creation. Yeah. Um, and then with the chaos ability, I don't know. I I I think I like it more in food and uh clues because otherwise you are just you've got a 50% chance to lightning bolt. Yeah. Which like <laughs> doesn't feel great uh when you lose that, but uh it it could also be game changing in those decks that do have a lot of treasures.
1: Right. Now would you feel differently if I said uh, tap and sac two artifacts, it deals three damage to uh, any target. Because that's roughly what it's saying. You're flipping a coin. In theory, every second flip should net you three damage.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know.
1: Of course, you know, if you've got three artifacts, then you're looking, you're hoping for nine and praying not to get zero. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Um, yeah. I think that Chaos ability with a lot of these is more pertinent later. Yeah. Uh, or if at the beginning of the game or like earlier in the game, it's going to be like getting rid of like mana dorks, you know? Yeah. Trying to to, to temple out your opponents. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like the possibilities with this one. Don't get me wrong. I like it, uh, but I don't know how I feel about that chaos ability. Right. Um unless you are already playing a coin flip deck um but i, I well, do like how like kind of goofy yeah. it is because you get the treasure essentially for free anyway so like the chaos ability you're you're not really wasting anything you know yeah. like because you could have just not had the treasure right know? so yeah uh yeah i'm coming back on it there we go uh more. lake silencio Plane of Earth. Heard of it? The flavor uh, ability here is still point in time. All spells have split second. As long as a spell with split second is on the stack, players can't cast spells or activate abilities that aren't mana abilities. Chaos. Whenever chaos ensues, Lake Silencio deals six damage to target creature and opponent controls. If a creature dealt damage this way, it would die this turn. Exile it instead. Um, again, it's another one that doesn't seem to fit with its... Static ability as as strongly as as some other ones, but I'm sure that there's a reason. Um, But,
1: I mean, it does mean that basically everything is uncounterable. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, And you can't hold priority? Nope.
0: Um, The only only thing... How do you ever get priority?
1: What? How do you get priority? Uh, If it's not your turn
0: somebody passes you priority. So like if you're going between phases
1: and steps. Well, I'm thinking of um, like with a Planeswalker. Yeah. You play the Planeswalker and then you always say, I am holding priority because yeah. you play the Planeswalker and then use the ability. Yeah. So if nobody... And so if you play the Planeswalker and has split second, no one well, can counter it. You can't...
0: They like... play a Planeswalker. Yeah. They activate the ability. Because they still have priority. They activate the ability. The ability doesn't have split second.
1: Right. Okay. So yeah.
0: they can act they can respond to that, or right. say they play a creature, split second happens, it goes to the battlefield. They go to right. combat, there's a chance there.
1: Yeah, and I have to remember their spells don't have split second.
0: All spells have split second.
1: Okay, I thought it was just on your turn. No, yeah. yeah, so yeah. like
0: all yeah. all removal now has split second.
1: Yeah. Um, so if I'm destroying your Planeswalker, there's no way for you to stop me from doing it. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, as long as you have priority uh, at mm-hmm. that point. Um, the uh, the thing that gets me is like, if you're, you know, say like for whatever reason, you're lightning bolted, uh, somebody's Birds of Paradise. They can still tap it to activate it. Um, but that's the only thing that they can do. Yeah. Because mana abilities... Uh, can still be activated. Uh, this seems fun. Uh, the Chaos ability, again, is just kind of... Six damage to target creature and opponent controls is pretty nuts.
1: Um, it is funny, because if you have a way to sacrifice that creature when it's being targeted, you can do that. Because that's not a spell, so it doesn't have split second. But like, I mean... <laughs> like you said, they don't really jive well together, I don't think. Yeah. the two The two abilities don't really play together. They don't make a lot of sense. But... I think uh, to that
0: extent too. Like you can sack it to say, uh, like even if with a split second spell, yeah. like a, somebody murders something, you can sack it to say like Ashnod's Altar to yeah. get two mana. Um, but I mean, even so, like dealing six damage to target creature, if they sack it, then you've done the thing anyway. Like you've killed their thing. Uh, but it does say if a damage creature, if a creature dealt damage this way to a die, it would be exiled. So like. To an yeah. extent, you've dealt with the creature, but uh, yeah, this seems fun. I like this. Uh, seems yeah. wacky. It seems like yeah. it could get out of hand. Uh,
1: a little, a little bizarre for sure.
0: It kind of just like kind of makes you loosen up a little because now you don't have to worry about counters, right? Um, and the our last one, one for today,
1: yeah, the Lux Foundation Library on the plane of the library. Sure. Players have no maximum hand size. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card. Okay. Whenever Chaos ensues, put a shadow counter on target creature. A creature with shadow can block and or be blocked only by creatures with shadow. Seems great. <clears throat> well, they definitely work the two abilities definitely work well together. Yep. It's got um, the
0: Ophidian. It's got shadow. It seems like, Hold a, all the this cards seems like I Bruce, want
1: oh, a yeah. Bruce yeah. card right here. This is right up my alley. like everything about this. I'd be I'd be happy to start games with this and play and never roll again. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah. Although I'd love to get some shadow creatures, but. <clears throat> but,
0: you know, play, play more ninjas or something, you know. Um, yeah. No, this seems great. I like this. Oh, yeah. Um, I wish there was more I could say about it other than I like it. But it seems good. Um, it's a straightforward card, so... Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. We're halfway through. Yep. We've got 20 cards left now that we know that there's four uh, <laughs> uh. phenomenon. Um, but we'll be back next week or in a couple weeks with 10 more and then 10 more again. Uh, so make sure uh, make sure to check out last week so you didn't miss our first 10. Right. Got a playlist below of all the planes walk, plane chase shenanigans that we love so much. Uh, and thanks for thanks for hanging out this week. Um, we're Temple of the False Pod. We're at X and optimized, but our place sure is hacker fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. Thank you again for listening for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, you know this whole time we've been showing the planes off in their full beauty. And uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, go check it out and subscribe while you're over there. Or if you are watching on YouTube, still subscribe, please. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Have a great night. Play some magic for me. And may your fifth land be the temple.
1: Bye!
0: Wait, wait. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at Manaburned, and I'm at Andy Weekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Uh, like a video there. Leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out, and may your Fitland. land, Be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!